Janna Balaba Girivara Dadi Shoda Nandana Prashajanaranjana Yashoda Nandana Prashajanaranjana Jamuna Tiradavanachari Jamuna Tiradavanachari Jai Radha Motova Kunja Bihari Jai Radha Motova Kunja Bihari Gopi Janna Balaba Girivara Dadi Jaya Gopi Janna Balaba Girivara Dadi Yashodanandana Vrishajanaranjana Yashodanandana Vrishajanaranjana Jamunatiravanachari Jamuna Tira Vonachari Jai Radha Motova Kunja Bihari Motova Kunja Bihari Jayam Vishnapad Paramahamsa Paragrajikacharya Ashtotala Sata Shishimad, His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shla Prabhupada, Ananta Koti Vaishnava Brindiki, Grantaraj, Srimad Bhagavatam, Jai Nitai Gopremanandi. All glories the assembled devotees, all glories the assembled devotees, all glories the assembled devotees. All glories to Sri Guru and Sri Goranga.
Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chevan Rotamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Toto Jayam Udirayat Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Cantor 7, Chapter 5, Chapter Entitled Prahlad, the Saintly Son of Hiranyakashipu, Text Number 23 and 24 So I'm just going to read the Sanskrit for 23, so you can repeat Sri Prahlad Uvacha Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnu Smaranam Padasevanam Achanam Vandanam Dasyam Sakyam Atmani Vedanam Sri Pralada Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnu Smaranam Padasevanam Achanam Vandanam Dasyam Sakyam Atmani Vedanam Sri Paraduvacha Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnu Smaranam Padasevanam Achanam Vandanam Dasham Sakyam Atmani Vedanam
Shri Parada Varcha. Prahlad Maharaj said, Shravanam, hearing, Kirtanam, chanting, Vishnu, of Lord Vishnu, not anyone else, Smaranam, remembering, Padasevanam, serving the feet, Archanam, offering worship, with Shoda Sho Pachara. The sixteen kinds of paraphernalia. Vandanam, offering prayers. Dasyam, becoming the servant. Sakyam, becoming the best friend. Atmanivedanam, surrendering everything. Whatever one has. Translation of Purport by His Divine Grace AC Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada. Prahlad Maharaj said, hearing and chanting about the transcendental holy name, form qualities, paraphernalia and pastimes of Lord Vishnu, remembering them, serving the lotus feet of the Lord, offering the Lord respectful worship with sixteen types of paraphernalia. Offering prayers to the Lord, becoming his servant, considering the Lord one's best friend, and surrendering everything unto him. In other words, serving him with the body, mind, and words. These nine processes are accepted as pure devotional service. One who has dedicated his life to the service of Krishna through these nine methods should be understood to be the most learned person, for he has acquired complete knowledge. Okay, so yesterday we read up to Shravanam, so I've been told today we're beginning with Kirtanam. Is that correct? Okay, so today we begin with Kirtanam. So today we'll just speak about Kirtanam. Uh, and uh, Gopavarindesh Prabhu sent me a message yesterday saying, uh, you're up to Kirtanam. And I wrote back to him and I said, we need three classes just for Kirtanam. Uh, actually, because there's so much there, but We'll probably just do it in one class, unless the next speaker wants to speak as well. So. Kiritanam. The hearing of the holy name has been described above. Now let us try to understand the chanting of the holy name, which is the second item in the consecutive order. It is recommended that such chanting is performed very loudly. In Srimad Bhagavatam, Narad Muni says, that without shame he began traveling all over the world chanting the holy name of the Lord. Similarly, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has advised Trinada pi sunichena turora pi sihishnuna amanina manadena kirtaniha sadahari. A devotee can very peacefully chant the holy name of the Lord by behaving more humbly than the grass being tolerant like a tree and offering respect to everyone. Without expecting honor from anyone else, such qualifications make it easier to chant the holy name of the Lord. The process of transcendental chanting can be easily performed by anyone. Even if one is physically unfit, classified lower than others, devoid of material qualifications, or not at all elevated in terms of pious activities. The chanting of the holy name is beneficial, an aristocratic birth and advanced education, beautiful bodily features 
wealth and similar results of pious activities are all unnecessary for advancement in spiritual life. For one can very easily advance simply by chanting the holy name. It is understood from the authoritative source of Vedic literature that especially in, the age, in this age, Kali Yuga, people, can general, people are generally short-living, extremely... Uh, does that say bad? Okay. Extremely bad in their habits and inclined to accept methods of devotional service that are not bona fide. Moreover, they are always disturbed by material conditions and they are mostly unfortunate. Under the circumstances, the performance of other processes such as jagya, dana, tapa, kriya, sacrifices, charity, <coughs> and so on, are not at all possible. Therefore, it is recommended, Harinama, 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 Eva Kevalam, Kolo Nasjeva, 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 Gatir Anyata. In this age of quarrel and hypocrisy, the only means of deliverance is chanting the holy name of the Lord. There is no other way, there is no other way, there is no other way. Simply by chanting the holy name of the Lord, one advances perfectly in spiritual life. This is the best process for success in, in life. In other ages, the chanting of the holy name is equally powerful, but especially in this age, Kali Yuga, it is most powerful. Kirtanadeva Krishna Sham Mukta Sangha Param Vrajet. Simply by chanting the holy name of Krishna, one is liberated and returns home back to Godhead. Therefore, even if one is able to perform other processes of devotional service, one must adopt the chanting of the holy name as the principal method of advancing in spiritual life. Jagyai Sankirtana Prayari Yajanti Hi Sumedasaha. Those who are very sharp in their intelligence should adopt this process of chanting the holy names of the Lord. One should not, however, manufacture different types of chanting. One should adhere seriously to the chanting of the holy name as recommended in the scriptures, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. While chanting the holy name of the Lord, one should be careful to avoid ten offenses. From Sanat Kumara, it is understood that even if a person is a severe offender in many ways, he is freed from offensive life if he takes shelter of the Lord's holy name. Indeed, even if a human being is no better than a two-legged animal, he will be liberated if he takes shelter of the holy name of the Lord. One should therefore be very careful not to commit offenses at the lotus feet of the Lord's holy name. The offences are described as follows. A. To blaspheme a devotee, especially a devotee engaged in broadcasting the glories of the holy name. B. To consider the name of the Lord, to consider the name of Lord Shiva or any other demigod to be equally as powerful as the holy name of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. No one is equal to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, nor is anyone superior to him. C. To disobey the instructions of the spiritual master. D. To blaspheme the Vedic literatures and literatures compiled in pursuance of the Vedic literatures. E. To comment that the glories of the holy name of the Lord are exaggerated. F. To interpret the holy name in a deviant way. G. To commit sinful activities on the strength of chanting the holy name. H. To compare the chanting of the holy name to pious activities. I to instruct 
the glories of the holy name to a person who has no understanding of the chanting of the holy name, J, not to awaken in transcendental attachment for the chanting of the holy name, even after hearing all these scriptural injunctions. There is no way to atone for any of these offenses. It is therefore recommended that an offender at the feet of the holy name continue to chant the holy name 24 hours a day. Constant chanting of the holy name will make one free of offenses, and then he will gradually be elevated to the transcendental platform on which he can chant the pure holy name and thus become a lover of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It is recommended that even if one commits offenses, one should continue chanting the holy name. In other words, the chanting of the holy name makes one offenseless. In the book, Nama Kaumodi, it is recommended that if one is an offender at the lotus feet of a Vaishnava, he should submit to that Vaishnava and be excused. Similarly, if one is an, an offender in chanting the holy name, he should submit to the holy name and thus be freed from his offenses. In this connection, there is the following statement spoken by Daksha to Lord Shiva. I did not know the glories of your personality and therefore I committed an offense at your lotus feet in the open assembly. You are so kind, however, that you did not accept any offense. You did not accept my offense. Instead, when I was falling down because of accusing you, you ordered me, I'm oh, sorry, you saved me by your merciful glance. You are most great. Kindly excuse me and be satisfied with your own exalted qualities. One should be very humble and meek to offer one's desires and chant prayers composed in glorification of the holy name, such as Ayi Mukta Kulaya Upasya Manam and Nivrita Tashaya Upagi Yamanad. One should chant such prayers to become free from offenses at the lotus feet of the holy name. Shila Prabhupaki Omagyan Tibanandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Chakshur Militam Jaina Tasmai Shri Guru Venamaha Shri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vancha Kaupata Rubyascha Kripa Sindubya Evacha Petitanam Pavanebio Vaishnavebio Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nichananda Shiadvaita Gadadha Shivasani Gora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Ram Rama Hare Hare So when Gopa sent me a message yesterday, he said, this is the section, this is the class, and we're starting with Kiritanam. I had a look at it, and I thought to myself, we need about three hours for what Prabhupada just said, what I just read then. So do you have time? Okay, okay, good. <laughs> then let's begin. <laughs> yeah, there's so much there in that, in that section. So to begin with, these are the nine processes of bhakti. So you become perfect by the practice of bhakti, abhideya. Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says the whole Vedic literature is divided into three categories. Sambandha, 
Abhideya and Prayojana. So you have to understand this. This is very important. And we have to understand this carefully, actually. Because our entire philosophy is in those three categories. Sambandha. Lord Chaitanya says Krishna Sambandha. Sambandha means relationship. Krishna Sambandha means how does everything relate to Krishna? Right? That is the knowledge that we have to cultivate and understand. Uh, Spiritual life is all about developing a relationship with Krishna, his energies, and his devotees. That's all spiritual life is about. Right? It's relationship. And I remember a number of years ago, my Guru Maharaj was giving a class, His Holiness Tamal Krishna Maharaj. And he said, you know, one devotee asked him, why do people leave Krishna consciousness? That's an important question. Why do people leave? Because, you know, those of us who are practicing right now, can you imagine leaving right now? Maybe, maybe you can. Maybe you're struggling at the moment. But, you know, if, if you're practicing properly and you're receiving a taste from Krishna consciousness, you can't imagine leaving. But devotees do leave. So it's an important question. Why do devotees sometimes leave? He said, it was interesting his answer. Because he said there's many reasons, obviously. You know, it's not one reason. But he said... <coughs> His answer was, people fail to become attached to Krishna. That's why you leave. Because if you're attached to someone, you don't leave them. All right, we're all attached to our families or our friends. or you know, We're attached to certain people in this world. If you're attached to someone, you'll never leave them. You only leave someone when you're not attached to them deeply enough. So if we're attached to Krishna, you can't leave. Where are you going to go? There is nowhere to go. You know, you'll go and then you'll turn around and say, oh, I miss Krishna, and you'll come back. And that's what happens. We see everyone who goes, they all come back. So why go in the first place? Because you're just going to come back later on anyway. Sometimes devotees go for 40 years, they disappear. And then, you know, they realize they, suddenly they're diagnosed with a terminal illness. Everyone comes back. Yeah? So better we just don't leave. Become attached to Krishna and develop a relationship with Krishna. It's called Sambandha. Second category of our philosophy is called Abhideya. Uh, and Lord Chaitanya says Bhakti Abhideya. Bhakti is the process. How do we connect to Krishna? It is Bhakti Yoga. Yoga means connection. How do we connect to Krishna? Through Bhakti, through devotional service. Uh, and then the goal is Prayojana, uh, which Lord Chaitanya says Prema Prayojana. Right? The goal is Prema. Every morning after Mangalati, we chant the Ten Offenses, then we say, uh, to achieve the desired success, which is? And everyone says, Krishna Prima. That's the, that's the desired success. The desired success or the goal, Prayojana means the goal, the goal of Krishna consciousness is not Krishna. Right? It is Krishna Prima. Because if you have Prima or love for Krishna, you will automatically attain Krishna. If you don't have love for Krishna, you can't get Krishna. Prabhupada's guru, Bhakti Sananta Saraswati Thakur, said, uh, Prabhuji, sit on this side, this is the men's side. Uh, Bhakti Sananta Saraswati Thakur said, Do not try to see Krishna, but act in a way that Krishna will want to see you. That's how you see Krishna. Right? So that is called prayojana. Prayojana means prema. When you have love, Krishna will want to see you. You don't have to worry about seeing Krishna. 
He'll say, where are you? Oh, this devotee has prema. This devotee loves me. Where are they? Where are they? No. Krishna will find us. So that is the goal of Krishna, is prema. So we have to understand, <coughs> from the very beginning of spiritual life, from the first day we walk in the temple, we have to understand the goal is love for Krishna. If you don't understand what the goal is, you'll never achieve it. Every day when we chant our japa and perform our service, we should be focused in a single way, ekeha kuru nandana, completely focused on prema, developing love for Krishna. That's the goal. Now, how do we get there? That is called bhakti. That is abhideya. That is the process, right? So bhakti has three categories, sadhana, uh, bhava, and mm, prema. These are the three categories which Rupa Goswami describes to us in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Nectar of Devotion. Sadhana bhakti and sadja bhakti. Sadja means the goal, perfection. Sadhana means practicing to get to the goal, right? So we're practicing. Now, here, this verse is extremely important because Prahlad Maharaj gives us nine processes of bhakti or nine ways to get to Krishna. Right? Because the way to get to Krishna is bhakti yoga. So how do you do that? Okay, this is nine ways. Where do these nine come from? Well, they come from uh, Bhagavad Gita 1865. Mammana bhavamabhakto madhyaji mamnamaskuru. Krishna says four things. Right? Think of me, become my devotee. Offer your homage unto me, uh, worship me. Right? These four things actually come from one thing, <laughs> which is in the next verse, 1866. Right? Prabhupada gives an amazing purport on that verse in 1866. Right? Prabhupada says, design your life so that 24 hours a day you cannot help but think of Krishna. Right? That's the conclusion of the whole Bhagavad Gita. Right? So that one thing, surrender to me, that expands into four things. Mamana bhavama bhakto, like that, those four things. Those four things, Prahlad Maharaj has expanded into nine things. Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaran, all these. <coughs> and then these nine things are then expanded into 64 by Rupa Goswami in chapter 6 of the Bhakti Rasamrita, of the Nectar of Devotion. You know, 64 ways you can serve Krishna. And what's number one? Ado, Guru, Padashraya. Uh, why is that number one? Because if you don't have gurus, how will you learn the other 63? How will you, who's going to teach you? How will you know how to do service? How will you know how to do these nine? You need someone to teach you. This is the whole process of, of bhakti. Uh, you have to follow. Right? You don't follow, you don't learn. The best follower becomes the best devotee. Who is the best devotee we know? Prabhupada. Or if we want to go in totality, it's Radha, Srimati Radharani. Why is she the best devotee? Because she's the best follower. Uh, she's the perfect, perfect attitude. Right? Therefore, uh, pleases Krishna the most. Srila Prabhupada. Uh, perfect follower of his guru. Therefore, he is a perfect devotee. So, uh, these are the nine uh, types of bhakti. All right. So, 
First is Shravanam. Who spoke yesterday? Who? Pretty Lakshanamani. Yeah. So she spoke on Shravanam. Yeah. So Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu Smaranam. So Bhaktivinotako explains these first three are the essence of Bhakti. Right? Because Rupa Goswami explains to us all of the uh, teachings. You can sit on this side with the men. So it is explained that there are nine types of devotional service. And Rupa Goswami says the goal of everything is to. What's the goal of everything we do? Why are we doing everything? To? To always remember Krishna and to never forget Krishna. These two things are important. Always, your back is towards Krishna. Yeah, that's it. Don't put the back towards Krishna. <laughs> so, these two things. Always remember Krishna. Never forget Krishna. Right? That's why we do everything we do. So then the third item, which devotees will speak on tomorrow, is called Smaranam. That's the goal. Always remember Krishna. Never forget Krishna. That's the goal. So what is the most effective way to get to that goal? It is Shravanam and Kirtanam. Now these two are closely connected. They're interdependent. Your Kirtan, which we're speaking about today, which is the essential item of Bhakti, right? Your Kirtan is infused or it becomes potent when you chant the holy name by the quality of your Shravanam how you hear about Krishna. Because the more you hear about Krishna, that's why Prabhupada says, before you go to sleep, read the Krishna book. Right? And then he said, you will dream about Krishna. And then the more you hear about Krishna, then when you chant Krishna's name, Krishna comes into your consciousness. His name, his form, his qualities, his pastimes, everything comes. Right? So this comes from Shravanam. So if you don't do good Shravanam, if you're not absorbed in Shravanam hearing, your Kirtanam is going to be weak. Similarly, if you don't chant nicely, you're not going to be enthusiastic for Shravanam, for hearing about Krishna. The two are completely dependent. Right? Your Shravanam becomes better according to how well you chant. Just like this morning, everyone's chanting the holy name. If you chant nicely, now you're hearing the Bhagavad you'll hear nicely. If you don't chant nicely, you're not going to hear nicely. If you don't hear nicely, you won't chant nicely. Okay, so completely interdependent. This is how we become Krishna conscious. <coughs> so these three, they, these are the essence. Bhaktivinotakwa says these are the, the essence. I can't remember the Sanskrit he uses. A long time ago I read a bit. He says this is the essence of everything. And the others are supportive of these. Bhakti Sarasvati Thakur explains to us that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gives five principal methods of bhakti, right? You, you all know, right? So Sadhu Sangha, Nam Kirtan, Bhagavat Shravan, Shimurati, Shraddhaya Sevan, and Maturavash. Right? So these are the five principal ways to serve Krishna. Now, Bhakti Santa Saraswati Thakur says, four of them are dependent upon the holy name. They come to life. Sadhu Sangha comes to life through chanting together. 
When we chant nicely together, then we appreciate each other as sadhus. Uh, Shravanam hearing comes alive from chanting. Deity worship comes to life through chanting. Right? While you're doing the deity worship, Prabhupada said you should chant for the deities. You should chant the holy names. That's why all the mantras we use while uh, doing deity worship, it's infused with the names of the Lord. And maturavash means going to a holy place. The holy place only comes to life through chanting the holy name of Krishna. So this is kirtan. Kirtan is the and What does Lord Chaitanya give us? This is the san kirtan movement. Sama kirtan. Sama kirtan means together kirtan. Chanting is good, but when you chant together, it is more powerful. What do they all do in the spiritual world? What do they do? They chant together. Everyone chants together. One devotee says, Hari Haraya Nama Krishna Yadavaya Namaha. And everyone says, Hari Haraya. Everyone, they chant together all the time. That's all they do. They are mad people. Lord Chaitanya got the mantra from his guru, Ishwara Puri. He came back the next morning. He said to Ishwara Puri, I've become mad. He said, oh, I, w I wish I also <laughs> got like this. He already did have that, but he said, this is, now you have understood the essence of the chanting. This is the goal. You become a mad pair. You become intoxicated in the holy name. His holiness, Kanamakanan Swami, our great guru, he just passed away. <coughs> I heard him say, he said, when I do kirtan, I want to make the devotees mad. That's how Maharaj would lead Kita. I used to play Madunga for him sometimes. You know, he'd go, Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya. You know, and then we get to Maha Mantra. And usually, you know, we build up. He would get to Maha Mantra and he'd just look at you and go, what is this? And straight into, boom, 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 doom, 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 boom, doom. It's just straight away. And I'll just look at Maharaj and think, okay. <laughs> straight. Like, and then he'd just do that for half an hour. Like nonstop, just boom, 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 boom. You know? He said, make the devotees mad in Kiritan. You have to come mad for the holy name. You have to go mad for Krishna. If you don't become mad for Krishna, you'll become mad for Maya. Uh, Maya is ready to get you every day. As soon as we walk out the temple, she's ready. She's waiting for you. She'll say, come, come. I have something for you. And you say to her, Hari Haraya Nama Krishna Yadavaya Namaha. And then what will she say? She will say, Hari Hara Yanama. She's the best devotee. She's the best devotee. Uh, you've been to uh, the Jagannath Temple, Rajpur, in Mayapur. Hands up, you've been? Yeah, you've been. And you know at the back there's Samanti Devi? Hands up, you've seen her? Darshan? Yeah. That's Maya. That's, that is poverty. That's Maya. I love seeing her. She's the most ecstatic devotee. That's one of my favorite places in the Holy Dharma. So powerful, so beautiful, that place. Right? And when I see her, I pray to her. You know, please release me from this Maya you've got me caught in. Uh, we can be released just like that. She will release us. But are we ready to be released? Uh, do you want to give up all your material desires and attachments? Uh, 
as soon as you're ready to give up, she'll let go and just go to Krishna. She's a great devotee. She's the best devotee. Uh, so, uh, this purport um, is... Uh, yeah, we need, we need about three hours on this. <laughs> it's like there's so much in this, in this purport. Uh, mm. First point that Prabhupada makes, he said, the holy name should be chanted very loudly. This is discussed in Chaitanya Bhagavat. There are three types of chanting, silently, audibly, and loudly. Namacharya, Srila Haridas Thakur. Who is the Acharya for the holy name? Whenever we do Prema Dwani prayers, we say, Namacharya, Srila Haridas Thakur ki. Haridas Thakur taught us how to chant the holy name. Lord Chaitanya said he is Namacharya. Right? He is the Acharya who teaches us how to chant the holy name because we need to learn how to chant. So how do you learn to chant? You watch Haridas Thakur. You study his life. You pray for his mercy. Right. So it was said he chanted 192 rounds a day, 3 lakhs. So that means first 64 he would chant silently. We have to learn to chant silently because sometimes you're in a situation you have to chant silently. Like if you're on a bus or something or on a plane. <laughs> I've seen devotees do all sorts of things. But the public don't know what we're doing. You know, you've got some devotee, you know, there's like 300 people on the plane, you've got some devotee sitting there. And people, everyone's on the plane's going like... And some devotee, I saw one devotee one time, he's going, he had a, what do you call it? Eye patches. He's got eye patches. <laughs> we're flying. Me and Annie Rudaprabhu were sitting next to each other. Is the 1994? We're sitting next to each other. Another devotee, very good friend. You know him, but I won't say the name. He was two seats ahead. He's chanting, and there's no one in that row, so he sat in the middle by himself, put his eye patch on, and he's just going, chanting his japa. And uh, Andy Rudaprabhu looked at me and he said, "You know, people in the plane are like looking, and there's like someone going like." Yeah, like that, with eye patches on. It looks strange. Especially these days, if you did that now, they'd probably jump on you and, you know, grab <laughs> And then <laughs> Andrew Rudapuru just lent to me and he said, go and speak to him, tell him to be merciful to us. So I went and said, you know, Prabhu, uh, Andy Rudapuru said, can you please be merciful to us? <laughs> just chant normally, just, you know, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, just chant silently. You're on a plane, people don't understand, right? You know, devotees, they do these things. So you have to learn to chant silently. You have to learn to chant in the mind. You have to learn to do. It's not easy to do, especially when you're a young devotee, because your mind is so crazy. But you have to learn it. You have to learn to chant in the mind. So 64 rounds he would chant in the mind. Then, 64 rounds, normally. Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hari 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 Ram, Hari Ram, Ram Ram, Hari. Then, 64 rounds, loudly. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare. Like so. And then it's explained, why do we chant loudly? Like we go onto the streets and we chant loudly the holy name of Krishna. Why do we do that? 
Haridas Thakur explains in the Harinan Chintamani because it purifies all the living entities. So these are the three ways of chanting. So Prabhupada says the first point he makes is we have to chant loudly. That's mainly kirtan. That's mainly Harinam and kirtan. We do like that. If you chant too loudly in your japa, it disturbs everyone else. You know, sometimes on Jammastami, like I sit over there in the corner and there's so many devotees, and then everyone's enthusiastic, but then, you know, one devotee's sitting right next to you and he's chanting, Hare Krishna! He's chanting so loud that you can't hear your japa. So sometimes I say, Prabhuji, please. You know, we, we all need to concentrate here, so please, just down a little bit. But when we're on the streets, you have to chant loudly. Purify the living entities. So then, uh, Prabhupada quotes Trinada Pisunichena, right, the third verse of Shikshastika. Now, this verse is all important. Why? Because it says in Chaitanya Charitamrita, and also Bhakti Sananta Saraswati Thakur explains to us, this is the Siddha Pranali for the Gaudiya Vaishnavas. Siddha Pranali means the mantra which will give you perfection. Because what is our main anger of bhakti? It is chanting, kirtan. But if you don't chant with this verse, uh, it says like kantimala around your neck. Like we always have our kantimala on, right? So we're supposed to wear this verse around our neck like that. We're supposed to always be more humble than grass, more tolerant than a tree, devoid of all sense of false prestige, ready to offer all respects to others. Hands up if you're like that all the time. One devotee, very good. <laughs> so we have one devotee who has understood uh, this, this verse. But the rest of us, uh, we need to work on it. <laughs> uh, we're not always humble. We're not always tolerant. <laughs> we don't always offer respect to everyone else. And sometimes we respect a lot, of, we expect a lot of respect for ourselves. Does that sound more accurate? Yeah, what, we should have, what we should say, what do we wear around our neck? Not very tolerant, not very humble, give me a lot of respect and I'll maybe respect you after I've had prasad. Right? That's our consciousness a lot of the time. You won't become perfect in your chanting. Kirtaniyaha sada hari. We have to chant all the time. You can only chant all the time when you're in that state of mind. Otherwise, it's not possible. You'll be distracted in your mind all the time. No? So Prabhupada is saying, uh, in the Bhajana Rahasya, it explains that this verse uh, leads us, Trinadapi, it leads us to nishta. Uh, to nishta, to steadiness in devotional service. In other words, it takes you beyond anatta nivriti. It takes you beyond your material desires and attachments. If you can chant like this you'll advance very quickly. This is the secret of spiritual life. If you can master this verse and chant the holy name in this state of mind, you'll become a pure devotee uh, very, very quickly. How long? Uh, seven minutes. Uh, one round, you become a pure devotee. You can see Krishna in seven minutes if you want. Uh, give yourself a test tomorrow when you chant your japa in the morning. Say, I'm gonna see Krishna at the end of this round. Uh, it's possible. But you have to master this verse, uh, then you will see. So then, uh, hmm. 
Prabhupada explains that in the Kali Yuga, actually Jiva Goswami says Kali Yuga is the best. It's the best yuga. It's not the, you know, sometimes everyone says, oh, it's the worst yuga, because sometimes it feels like that. It's actually the best for spiritual life. Because, Jiva Goswami says, because everyone's mind is so disturbed, you have to chant sincerely. You don't have a choice. Does it make sense? Right? It's, it's so disturbing in Kali Yuga, you have to call out to Krishna, 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 help me, Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Krishna. You will be put into distress in this age. That's actually good, because that will make you advance quickly. So Kali Yuga is the best age. Uh, of all the ages, it is the best. Uh, so we have to take advantage of the age. You know, we hear that the demigods are taking birth in the Sankirtan movement, because they understand, okay, now you can quickly go back to Krishna, one lifetime. Prabhupada's Guru Maharaj, Bhakti Santa Saraswati Thakur said, go back in this lifetime. Don't, wait, don't waste another life. Don't come back next lifetime. This lifetime. Is it okay? Okay. This lifetime. We can do it. If we're very serious, uh, we can go back in this lifetime. So then, mm, mm, mm. then Prabhupada mentions the ten offences. Hmm? What are the ten offences? First one, Satu Ninda. Uh, now there are ten offences we mentioned. All right? Depends which list you look at. In Harinan Chintamani, uh, when we chant the ten offences in the morning, at the end we say, it is also an offence to be inattentive while chanting. In Harinan Chintamani, that's, that's in the ten. Five and six are merged together in the Harinan Chintamani. But in other places it's mentioned differently. And then Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, that offence to be inattentive while chanting is the source of all the other offences. If, if you don't chant attentively, you'll commit offences. That's it. So that's the secret, chant attentively. Just do this one thing. If you can't get anything else right in your Krishna consciousness, if you can't do anything else right in devotion, just do this one thing, chant attentively. I see devotees do all sorts of things. You see devotees out here, sometimes I walk in and devotees are, you know, the notice board, they're chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, looking at the notice What are you doing? Are you chanting or looking at the notice board? Because they're not the same thing. Looking at the notice board is not kirtanam. It's not one of the 64 items of bhakti. Well, it technically it is, because it's shravanam, you're reading about spiritual things, but you can't do shravanam and kirtanam at the same time. Sometimes I even see devotees chanting their rounds in class. How can you chant your rounds in class? Are you listening to the class or chanting your rounds? You can't do both, unless you're really advanced. You know, maybe there's some very advanced devotees who do it, but not for us. So make up your mind, what are you doing? Right? I see devotees chanting their rounds while they're putting the washing in the washing machine. So you're putting your, are you putting your washing in the washing machine or are you chanting your rounds? It's not attentive chanting. Right? The worst one, chanting while you're driving. Right? Prabhupada forbade the devotees in ISKCON 
to chant on beads while they're driving. I've seen devotees do it. Prabhupada said, no one is allowed to do it in this con. Right? Because uh, Prabhupada said, and we're looking at particular devotees right now, Prabhupada said, you will have an accident. You will. Right? Prabhupada forbade. So if you do that, you're disobeying Prabhupada. So the devotees say, okay, I'll use the clicker. Okay, but that, that's not bona fide either, you know. It actually says in the Shastra, chanting, Japa means chanting on beads. I know a lot of devotees do the clicker and, you know, I've never done it in my life. I've never chanted one round on a clicker, you know. So anyway, it's something you have to work out in your spiritual life. Some devotees do it, you know. Maybe if you're living in the Middle East and, <laughs> you know, there, there would be times when it would be permissible. But, uh... Yeah, especially if you're driving. It's either you're driving your car or you're chanting around. You can't do both. How, how attentive can you be when you're driving? Right, it's not good. So anyway, the, the, it is saying that of the ten offences, this offence, to be inattentive, is the source of all the others. <coughs> now, if you look at the ten offences, uh, in the Harinan Chintamani, it says eight of them, uh, number two, four to ten, Right? They are overcome by knowledge. You only commit those offences because you don't have proper knowledge, sambandhagyan. So you have to increase your knowledge and then you'll overcome those offences. What's the second offence? Second offence. What's the second offence? To consider the names of demigods like Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma to be equal to or independent of the name of Lord Vishnu or Lord Krishna. So that's just knowledge. That means you don't have proper knowledge, that's all. You know, if you think that Vishnu, uh, sorry, Shiva and Brahma are equal to Vishnu or Krishna, you're incorrect. So when you have proper sambandhagyan, you overcome that offence. Oh, now I understand. Right? And then now you'll get the benefit of the chanting. So eight of the offences, that's how you overcome, by developing proper sambandhagyan. But number one and number three, they have a different methodology to overcome that offence. What is the first offence? Has anyone been here before? First offence, to blaspheme the devotees. Sadhuninda, we all do it. Blaspheme the devotees. Right? So if you blaspheme the devotees, there's only one way you can overcome that offence. You have to go to the devotee, fall down at their feet and beg forgiveness. That's the only way you can know. And when the devotee, when that feeling of offence goes from his heart, then you can overcome that offence. Otherwise, and number three is Guru Avagya, which means to disobey the orders of the Guru. There's only one way to overcome that offence. You have to go to the spiritual master, beg his forgiveness, I disobeyed your orders, right? And then begin to follow his instructions. Right? That's the only way to overcome that offence. So those two are connected, because if you disobey the orders of the guru, you'll lose your taste for chanting and you'll begin to blaspheme the devotees. Or if you blaspheme the devotees, you'll lose your taste for chanting and you'll stop following the instruction of the guru. So these are extremely important, these offenses. Hmm? So there's this whole list is given like that. Then, hmm. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's basically it <laughs> for this commentary.
Right? There's a lot more we could say because the science of the holy name, chanting in uh, Nama Parad, Nama Bas, Shuddhanam, there's so much we can say, but we'll stop there for now. Does anyone have any questions or comments? Yes, sir. Do we have a transcendental microphone? Sir. Transcendental pass around to the transcendental devotees. Transcendental microphone key? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I had one, uh, I spoke with another devotee a few days ago and it was on a similar topic, so I just want to put the same question forward to you. Yeah. And that is, um, like we hear about the 10 offenses and in the morning we say that we want to avoid them. Um, so most devotees, do we actually, do most devotees chant offensive rounds or do most devotees... Yeah, m most devotees are chanting Namabas. Namabas is beyond the offenses, right? No, no, it's not beyond the offenses. It's, there's three categories. There's Namaparad, which means you're committing offenses. Yeah. Namabas is the clearing stage. So you may be committing the offenses, but it's not like intentional or you're going out of your way to do it. So, you know, sometimes you might do it. Sometimes you might offend a devotee, but you're not doing it all the time. But you know, you know what to do. You go and you rectify it. You go and speak to the devotee. So that's called Nama Bas. And that leads to Shuddhanam, which is pure chanting, where you're not committing the offenses. So that means, like, nama, like when we chant uh, Nama Parad, that means we're intentionally committing offenses. And then the Nama Bas, we're trying not to do them, but it just happens because of our previous conditioning. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, like, like that. Basically, like that. Most of us are in Nama Bas, most of us. And, and like, because like we understand, or like Brahma and Shiva's name, they're different to Lord Vishnu's, and we like understand, we try not to, um, you know, not to preach to the faithless, or we, tr we know that's not the That's Nama Bas, that's Nama Bas, because you're educated, you know, that's why we have to study. That's why Prabhupada said, read my books. Yeah. Because if you know what the offenses are, you, then there's no more excuse. And then you won't do it because you know, oh, if I blaspheme a devotee, that's not good because it says I should not do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Can I add one last? Yeah. yeah so, that devotee was mention, m mentioning to me, so then the, the main thing that devotees would be struggling is like the 10 offense because they're still maintaining material attachments. And because of that, that is holding them back? It's one of them, yeah. That's one of them. But yeah, it's definitely something we're all struggling with. Are you maintaining material attachments, even though you've heard so many instructions about the matter? Are you doing that? I try not to. But are you doing it? Um, sometimes. Yeah. So that, that's holding us back from chanting purely. I'm doing it as well. You know, I'm maintaining material attachments. I've heard so many instructions about the matter. I've been hearing it for years and years and years, more than half my life, but still I maintain material attachments. So I'm not chanting purely at this point in time. So I'm aware of it, I'm trying to overcome it. I'm not intentionally doing it. Well, I am, but I'm not like that, so, yeah. Thanks. Okay. Please come again. Uh, thank you, Radha Wonderful Class Prabhuji. Um, you said if one intends to commit offenses, then you should continue chanting the holy name. Um, but we see that if we like, if we do repeated offenses and we still try to nullify it by chanting, then it becomes it in itself becomes an offense. Yeah, yeah, that's number seven. Uh, to commit sinful activities on the strength of the holy name. So if you're doing material things or if you're committing offenses and you say it's okay, I'll go and chant tomorrow, then that's an offense. So don't do that. <laughs> yeah.
Don't do it, because that's the seventh offence. Yeah, so don't, don't do that. Thank you, Luigi. Yeah, good question. All right, thank you for the nice class. Um, in the past time of Rupa Goswami, when he was meditating, um, there was a, a young devotee that came past him, but yep. then since Rupa Goswami was still in meditation, he didn't notice, yep. but then that devotee felt offended Committed that he wasn't greeted. Yep. And then Rupa Goswami, he lost his meditation, and then to rectify it, uh, yeah, he, had he had to find the devotee. Find the devotee, so he had to actually host a big um, banquet, right? Um, but in our situation where we have so many devotees that come across us, you know, especially in the temple, and we don't... We yeah, might. you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> you know, you're not, you're not going to be in a trance thinking about Krishna. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. No, you know, no, I'm in the, I, was, I was asking in the sense that sometimes I, when we unintentionally uh, offend a devotee, but no, we don't know no, which no, devotee... No, no. no the, the, the reason that pastime is there, it's very important pastime. The reason the pastime is there, because even when someone's on the level of prema, there's no higher devotee than Rupa Goswami, except for Shrimati Radharani and the gopis. There's no one higher. It's Radharani's personal maidservant, Rupa Manjari. That's what he was meditating on while he was chanting. But he's... It, it, that, that pastime shows, even for someone on that level, if they commit an offence, mercy is withdrawn. So he couldn't, he couldn't get back into the meditation. So what it means, you'll know if you've committed an offence, because your taste for chanting will go. That's when you'll know. So you don't have to worry, like, you know, if you're just doing stuff and people come and... But, you know, if your taste goes, then go very deep, meditate. You know, it's happened to me over the years, different times. I meditate very deep. What is it? What is it? What is it? And then Krishna reveals it. Oh, it was that. You know, oh, my God. Right? So then you go to the devotee and say, oh, you know, Prabhu, I'm sorry. But, but then this, in our case, is that if we don't know the devotee, because Rupa Goswami Yatashi hosts the... It won't happen. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you're you're over-intellectualizing it. Okay. Just if, you, if your taste goes, Krishna will show you what it is and then rectify it. Yeah, it won't be someone who came to the temple once who now lives in broad meadows and now you've got to knock on every door in broad meadows. It <laughs> doesn't even make sense. They used to hear people say that after Tulsi Puja, you offer obeisance to all the Vaishnavas that there. And um, so that's a chance if there's someone you don't know you're offended, that's a chance to apologize to them. You're, you know, when you, you offer obeisance and say, yeah. sorry about that. And so. So that time you can meditate on, on apologising to anyone who offended you, you didn't know about that. Yeah. When you offer obeisance to all the Vaishnavas. That. Yeah, Prabhupada said that when we offer obeisances in the morning, as part of the morning program, that's the big, that's the big for forgiveness of offences we've committed, knowingly or unknowingly. But even when you do that, you do that, and then we start chanting after that, and the taste is not there, that means there's an offence which, which is significant. So if the taste is not there, find the devotee and rectify it. Like that. Any other question? Yeah, let the Mataji first and then. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you for the nice class. Prabhuji, you mentioned if we have love and attachment for Krishna, Krishna won't, we won't leave Krishna. But how do we understand that Krishna will not leave us even if we have love and attachment because we're not so pure and we commit a lot of mistakes. He won't leave you. Why would he leave you? Would you leave your brothers or sisters? So why would Krishna leave you? He loves you. Do you love your brothers and sisters? So would you ever leave them? So why would Krishna do that to you? He loves you. 
So you don't have to worry. He'll be there. The, the question is whether we're going to be there. That's the question. Don't, don't worry about Krishna. Krishna is the best. He is the best. Is, um, you said that the Kali Yuga is best for uh, um, worshipping uh, Krishna. And so Number one. Yeah, number one. So, uh, if if any devotee worship the Lord's, I mean Krishna, sincerely until the death, so at the time of death he couldn't remember the Krishna. What happens? Like, is he come back again or what happens? Yes. Srila Prabhupada said, if we chant sixteen rounds attentively every day. And we follow the four regular principles. Prabhupada said he will take us back to Godhead. Right. So then the question is, if what if we're not remembering him? That's okay. Krishna says in the Ishopanishad, if you don't remember me, I'll remember you. So don't worry. Krishna will take care. Yeah. So many people say, it's like you know, if you can't remember Krishna at the time of death, you come back. No, again. but I just told you, Krishna. It says in the Ishopanishad. The Vedas come from Krishna. It says in the Ishapanishad. So if they say that, so read the Ishapanishad. It doesn't say that. Ishapanishad says that if you cannot remember Krishna, Krishna will remember you. Why why would Krishna forget us? Yeah. You know, if you're like you know, if you have a car accident or something, you're unconscious and then suddenly you pass away. And devotee says, Well, you know, that devotee wasn't chanting. What do you think Krishna's going to do? If they gave their whole life to Krishna, then Krishna will come and get them. That's it. Thank you. Simple. Simple, so. Uh, Prabhu, you mentioned about how the quality of our hearing uh, impacts the quality of, uh, quality of, yeah, the quality of chanting. Yeah. So, when we are hearing, we, we try and hear regularly, like the Bhagavatam classes and, uh, <coughs> and our own hearing, the spiritual masters and Prabhupada, etc. But the next day when we're trying to chant, our mind is still wandering around. So, could you explain, when, we, when we're talking about the quality of chanting, uh, hearing, um, what are some of the things that we need to do while we're hearing? Like, how, what kind of a hearing translates into good chanting? When Prabhupada speaks about chanting, <coughs> the thing that we we quote the most often is Prabhupada said just hear the mantra right that's the thing we say most of you know when someone begins to chant we say just hear chant attentively because that's what it means it means chant attentively right so Prabhupada said that Prabhupada said many other things about chanting also that wasn't the only thing he ever said Prabhupada said that when we chant we should uh, that the pastimes of Krishna should come into our mind. Prabhupada said that. Right? So while you're chanting, the pastimes should come. So the more you read and hear and chant about Krishna, that's why Prabhupada said, read the Krishna book before you go to sleep. Then you'll dream of him. So next morning when you get up, you know, when I was Brahmachari, I used to, every day for you know, eight years I was Brahmachari, every day I would listen between two hours and four hours of lectures and like that. So the Krishna book, which Amalabhakta Prabhu put on tape, I listened to that probably ten times, you know, and that helped me a lot. Yeah, while I was, because then when I was, you know, chanting, then, you know, I thought, oh, Krishna is doing this, Krishna is doing that. You know, it was, it was very blissful. You know, so then that's how we, the more we hear about Krishna, 
It's like a sponge. The more the sponge absorbs, then it becomes full. So if we absorb Krishna in our consciousness, when we're chanting, we'll begin to, and the mind won't go so many crazy places. Because we're meant to be thinking about Krishna. You know, we're chanting and our mind goes somewhere else. Like, what are we doing? We're supposed to be thinking of Krishna. It's like if I say Dwija, I say your name, right? So say I'm at the farm, you're here. And I'm talking to my wife, I say, oh, Dwija. So when I say Dwija, then I think, oh, Dwija, he looks like this. You know, I can see you in my mind. And then I think, oh, he has these qualities. And we've had these pastimes together. That all came from the name. Do we understand? So when we say Krishna, form should come. Rupa, Nama, Rupa. Guna, oh, and then he has these 64 qualities mentioned in Bhakti. Right? Some devotees memorize those qualities. In Kartik, you know, at the farm, we like to go through those qualities every Kartik. We give class every night on those qualities just so we meditate on Krishna. Right? And then past on Leela, then the Leelas will come. So when you're chanting, then, oh, he, Krishna's doing this, Krishna's doing that. And when you become more advanced, then Krishna's Ashtakaliya Leela, which means his eightfold daily pastime. If you're chanting at four in the morning, you can think, what's Krishna doing now in the Ashtakaliya Leela? And then you meditate on that. And then if you're chanting at 10 in the morning, you think, now what's he doing now? If you're chanting three in the afternoon, you think, what's he doing now? And then that's how you meditate. Like Haridas Thakur was chanting 192 rounds. That's most of the day. So he was meditating on the different pastimes as he went through. That's what he was meditating on. Does that make sense? Or is it okay? Okay. Any other questions? Yeah. Yeah, a question about chanting Hare Krishna that I'm a little bit confused about that um, we see that chanting Hare Krishna is the main process in Kali Yuga and we hear all these interesting stories in the Bhagavatam about what they did in previous Yugas, like they'd go to the forest and maybe meditate on the form of Krishna or surrender directly to him and um, it seems I'm a bit confused though, do they only chant this Hare Krishna Maha Mantra in Kali Yuga because Lord Chaitanya gave it because we're addressing Radha and Krishna together or did they chant no, that it's, previously? Or? It's the, the, the Maha Mantra and other names of Krishna are chanted in every yuga. Mm. It's not like, you know, people suddenly in Kali Yuga, they got the Maha Mantra or they got the name of Krishna. It was always there. Mm. But because of the psychophysical makeup of the individuals in the different yugas, they're more suited to performing other activities. So Japa and Kirtan and Sankirtan is more suited for the uh, psychophysical makeup of the people in Kali Yuga. It's, it suits us. It's doable. If we had to do jagyas every morning, like big jagyas every morning, we couldn't do it. Most of us couldn't do it. If we had to just meditate, sit and just meditate for hours, we couldn't do it. If we had to do just deity worship, most of us couldn't do it. So that's why it's like that. It was always there, but in Kali Yuga, it's perfect. So please take advantage. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Any other questions? Okay. Srila Prabhupada Ki.